Welcome to Your Food Looks Funny. I am Marcus T, and today's questionable item that we're going to talk about is barbecue. 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 I'm not eating that. bit about some barbecue um, talk about some social feedback that I got based off of this topic uh, PSA a little bit of science, science and uh, science. a good story at the end of this um, so stick around for that story and uh, a little bit of science you need to hear the science please don't go without hearing the science behind this one all right so we'll start off a little social media feedback so um, I posted a couple questions about barbecue on social media. I asked, what about barbecue do you like and what don't you like? I didn't actually get a lot about what people like, surprisingly. It was more on the hate side or, you know, the dislike corner of this. Uh, So my friend John said that he does not like burgers and dogs when he goes to cookouts and I say cookouts for a specific reason but we'll get to that in a second but he doesn't like burgers and dogs because they are often burnt or overcooked and I wholeheartedly agree on this uh on this take they have no place being cooked on uh, a charcoal or like a slow cooking grill it's got to be high and fast people high and fast on and off because these things do not go well if you cook them for longer amounts of times. You're just going to end up with hockey pucks and and charred ballparks. Like I, I'm not eating that. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. Uh, another thing I put on here was about sides. So what sides can you go without? And I gave four main ones when it came to a barbecue or, you know, an outside get together, cookout. Uh, so it's corn on the cob, baked beans, potato salad, and macaroni and cheese. So essentially, which one of those four could you go without on your plate? And the majority of people said baked beans. I was so appalled by this polling that I, I almost didn't want to use it. But for the sheer sake of getting the information out there, I'm going to use it. So with baked beans, baked beans barely outscored corn. And I and I agree with corn. Corn would be my first thing to go. I love all of these sides when prepared correctly. And that's another thing there. So a lot of people, when I put this post up, they assumed that someone else was making it. That doesn't make sense to me. Maybe it's because I cook for a living, but... If I'm imagining something, I'm imagining it at its best. Sometimes that might be me making it. Other times that might be somewhere else uh, making it. My aunt, for instance, if my aunt makes the baked beans, I'm all in. If my aunt makes a potato salad, I'm all in, minus the eggs. I don't do eggs. I'm not eating those. Okay. Um, But corn can go first. Baked beans will stay. That's my first choice of the four. But again, I'm assuming I'm making it or it's the best version of itself. Somebody said the first thing that can go is probably the potato salad, 
but it depends on who makes it. Come on. Uh, well, why don't you just assume you made it? Hmm? Just, just assume you made it yourself. Unless you can't cook it, then imagine the best version of it, like I did. Picking a food to keep, and I'm not preaching to anybody, but picking a food to keep on your plate or a food to try could be as easy as making it yourself. When you get ready to try a new food, if you try a version that somebody else made and you don't like it, then is it their fault or is it your fault? Is it their fault because you didn't like what they made? Maybe they like what they made, but you didn't. Why don't you just find a version to make yourself that tastes better? That kind of goes back to uh, my episode of when to try new foods and also the flavor rules. Check those out. They'll give you more perspective on you know, when stuff tastes better, sometimes it came from yourself. Maybe you had to find a, a recipe and tweak it yourself to get it to where you wanted it to be good. Okay. But along these lines of these sides, the main gist of this is, why y'all hating on my baked beans, huh? I like baked beans. A lot. Ain't nothing wrong with baked beans. Corn can go, yes. If I have to choose three of these four sides... Corn goes first, macaroni and cheese and baked beans are staples, and I'm keeping the potato salad because I want one cold element on my barbecue plate, okay? And at that note, that's where we're going to get into our public, public service, public, service public announcement. Service. A barbecue. If you invite me to a barbecue, I better smell smoke as soon as I pull up in your driveway. The person that cooked all the food needs to smell like smoke. I should possibly have to call the fire department in order to come over. Why do I say that? Because barbecues involve smoke. I'm not talking you threw some hamburgers and hot dogs on the grill and you decided that, hey, I'm going to call this a barbecue and invite some people over. I'm a stickler for specificity, okay? If you invite me to a barbecue, there better be ribs, pulled pork, chicken not all of these but something needs to have been smoked for the past 365 days i'm i'm over exaggerating here but something need to be smoked for a few hours at least i'll have a funny story about that uh or kind of dealing with smoking stuff for a long time at the end of this stick around for that but right now we're just making sure that people have the clarity to know that a barbecue and a cookout are not the same okay let's specify here again barbecue you need to have smoked something, slow cooked it over some sort of wood and coal combination. Low and slow is the way to go with barbecues, with a cookout. You know, people brought they, you know, maybe some, maybe wings. Wings can get in here or some chicken. You can, you can grill chicken at a cookout. Uh, cookouts are for grills. Cookouts are for burgers, hot dogs. You know, throw a couple steaks on there, some chops or something. That's that's your cookout. It's quick, fast, easy, quick bites. It's good food, but it ain't barbecue. Barbecue is that joint that don't open up, you know, until like 12 o'clock in the afternoon and they sold out by 3 o'clock. Okay? Not the grilled burgers. Anybody... Who's familiar with the uh, the fast food chain Cookout based out of, I think, North Carolina? Cookout, one of my friends who's from North Carolina just informed me that they do have pulled pork at some locations. 
but most of their food is based off of quick hamburgers, hot dogs, milkshakes. That's a cookout right there. They perfectly name themselves for what they serve. If you say barbecue in your title of your restaurant, it needs to have smoke. Okay? Smoke. So uh, thank you for my little indulging my little rant here about uh, barbecue and cookouts, but it needs to be heard sometimes. You know, don't invite me to the barbecue and uh, show up with with some hockey pucks and them them black ballparks. I, I I I'm I can't do it. So now a little bit of science. 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 Also going along with those sides that I talked about earlier. A lot of these barbecues are outside in the summer. You know, it's mid 70s 80 90 degrees outside sometimes yeah you might be in the shade every now and then but some of those cold foods and even the hot foods that you have outside but definitely the cold ones you have potato salad sitting outside in that hot temperatures this is why a lot of people ask the question who made the potato salad or they just won't eat potato salad at certain events because it's been sitting out all day those things have to be refrigerated people okay there's this thing called the temperature danger zone. Okay, when you learn about food safety, the temperature danger zone is between 40 and 140 degrees Fahrenheit. Okay, I don't have the Celsius for you right now, but for Fahrenheit, 40 degrees to 140 degrees is the temperature danger zone, which means if it's in between those temperatures for more than two hours, you just basically need to throw it away. Okay. Now, if you're at your house, this is at your own discretion. But again, I work in the restaurant industry, so at home and at work, there might be different rules to this. But at work, definitely two hours, it's got to go. Because now you're worrying about growing foodborne illnesses and bacteria, and you're putting people's stomachs in danger. Please don't put my stomach in danger by having your potato salad out all day as you make the rest of your food. And then everybody else got to go home with an extra surprise from the barbecue because you didn't want to chill it. Leave it in the refrigerator until it's time to serve people. Or better yet, leave it in the refrigerator until it's time to serve. And then when you sit it out, put it on ice. How about that? Hmm? All that ice y'all be bringing to fill the coolers with all these sugary drinks and stuff that we about to be sitting out in the sun drinking. Huh? Getting that diabetic sun. Hmm? Throw it on some ice. Chill it out. You know, that way it lasts a little bit longer. The better of the temperature range you can keep it below 40 degrees, huh? The better for everybody else's stomach at the party. I'd sure appreciate it. So would the people who attend with me. Okay. Uh, with Like I said, with those temperatures being outside, 80 degrees, you know, that's, that's prime real estate for foodborne illness. Okay. You trying to go home with that? I'm not. Thank you for indulging that. Uh, over 90 degrees. Actually, uh, I'll also say uh, two hours was your max between 40 and 140. But if it's over 90 degrees, you got one hour. You got one hour, get it out of there. Get it out of there. So now I'm going to go into a little story. Uh, Here we go. That uh, it. my wife thought it was fiction. I mean, she, she didn't think it was fictional. But... Uh, it's like you tell one of those stories and it feels like you're embellishing, but you're not, right? So I took my wife to visit uh, my aunt's and uncle's house. 
and I told her my aunt and uncle are always cooking. They're caterers, and my uncle is like known for barbecue all over the city in North Ohio. And I told her that anytime you go visit their house, there's something cooking. Not just something cooking like, oh, there's lunch or dinner going. There's something that has been smoking for hours, like 12 to 14 hours possibly. My Uncle Dwayne is constantly smoking something. Not like cigarettes, no. Uh, Chicken, ribs, pork, something is always going. When you walk in this house, he has something ready for you to taste test. And it sounds like there's no way that something could always be doing that, right? Not always. It sounds very uh, definite that you're saying that. So I took my wife over to their house randomly one day. Mind you, we don't live in the same city. So I, we came in town, went over to their house. Hey, how you guys doing? You know, checking in, seeing how my Uncle Dwayne, Aunt Deb are doing. They're doing great. You know, I smell something cooking in the back right aunt deb's got something on the stove something boiling it sounds like a full smells like a full feast and it was just like chicken boiling in water or something to get flavor i was like oh okay you know but that smells like a full meal and then uncle Dwayne comes out the back you know we've been in there talking for a little bit he goes hey tamara you want to try some of this chicken i've had it smoking for 14 hours and the look on our faces i was like see told you I said, he probably going to have sauce, too. Just whispered it to her. Like, two seconds later, he's like, hey, I got some sauce back there in the back if you want to try it. Pot of sauce. He just finished. Just got a huge stock pot of a brand new batch of sauce. Just ready to go. This happens every time we go over to their house, people. Every time. And I can't tell you how much I'm thankful for the ability to be able to do that. Again, we don't live near them at all. They live in a completely different state. But anytime I go over to this house, <laughs> you gonna eat anybody. They're ready to feed anybody at any time. Okay? If you're ever in the North Ohio area and you need a function catered, Big D's Barbecue, check them out. All right. Um, with that said, we've gone through a little bit of the social media feedback. A PSA, a very valuable PSA. Uh, I should say, go back and listen to that PSA again, by the way. I feel like it needs to touch more hearts than it has already. Okay? Let it warm your soul. Matter of fact, let it smoke your soul. Get some smoke rings all around your heart. You know, just let it fill your body with that applewood feeling. Okay? A little bit of science. Pay attention to that science, people. I'm probably going to do a follow-up barbecue episode to go a little bit more in depth on uh, some of the science of, uh, of cooking barbecue and uh, how you can make it easier for yourself at home and trying new things. Also, what do you prefer? Hey, what kind of barbecue do you prefer? What are some things that you do and don't eat? Uh, I know I have a couple of vegan listeners and vegetarian listeners who have asked me for different recipes um, about, you know, some things to appeal to them. Not just, you know, pork, beef, chicken all the time. And I wholeheartedly agree. So I'm working on adding a recipes tab to my website in order to have some different things on there for the uh, the meat eater and the non-meat eater alike. So look out for some things 
on there, yourfoodlooksfunny.com. Right now, I'll have a link as well that you can look at on my uh, my social media. That's YFLF Podcast, as in Your Food Looks Funny, on Instagram and Twitter. I also have a Facebook group and page. Just search Your Food Looks Funny. I'm on there as well. And uh, thank you guys for listening and indulging my barbecue rant mid-summer we're in right now. Uh, I'm recording this right before the 4th of July, so prime barbecue real estate. And uh, enjoy. All right, I'll see you guys later.